The Lead Story is proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact. Welcome back to the Business Report. We are once again talking four-day work week. So last year, we got in touch with Karen Lowe in South Africa and found out about the pilot projects that were happening. Now that pilot project has officially come through to Namibia with a country partner. Tonight, I'm speaking to Jonas Ikela from Pulse HR Network Namibia. Hi, Jonas. Hi, David. Uh, Thank you for having me on the platform. So last year... Companies could already, Karen had said they could already uh, take take part. The option was open. Do you know if any did sign up previously? All right. So, so the whole idea was um, that we were going to start signing up um, employers only April. Um, we didn't sign up any so far. Okay. There has been significant interest, though. We've got interest from the banking sector, surprisingly, even from government institutions, regulatory bodies and the telecommunication industry. So we're quite excited to kick this off. We will start signing up companies immediately, those that are interested, but first we need to give them more information Mm. so that they know exactly what they're getting themselves into and what they can benefit from this whole program. Okay. You've named industries, but can you name any companies specifically? Are you allowed to? (laughs) Not at the moment. Not at the moment. We still want to keep it under the wraps. However, we will be making a big announcement. We're working very closely with one of the companies that uh, feel they understand what the, what the four-day week week is all about and they think they've got the culture fit to try it out. So we'll make a big announcement of our very first um, company that will be doing the trial or that will be signing up for the trial. Okay. Uh, and kickoff date then once the sign-up period is over? So kickoff date in terms of the onboarding, because we've got two processes. We've mm. got the onboarding process where we do a bit of training, advisory, looking at the um, operations of the organization. Um, so that will start 1st of April. Okay. And then the actual trial will start 1st of May. All right. Uh, so when the announcement of the trial was made, many Namibians seem to get the wrong end of the stick there. Uh, a lot of people saying, well, you know, they can't possibly implement this across the board. This will never work in Namibia. This is a trial. It's not a countrywide decision. <laughs> it's, it's a trial. And I think that's the key word, really. It's a trial. Uh, but, but I beg to differ. I think there was a good level of skepticism, but generally it's been quite positive. And, and surprisingly, the positivity is coming a lot from the employers. Mm. They, I think, want to try this out. They've read through the benefits. And I think just from a managerial, especially strategic management point of view, they see the potential benefits. But as you rightfully said, this is a trial. Um, the people, people are asking, why are we doing this for Namibia? Is Namibia ready? And the uh, for me, the question should really be, why not? Mm. Uh, we've really lagged behind in of quite a number of things. And usually things are more of a plug and play where they've done research elsewhere. And then they just say, take this and implement it. But now we've got an opportunity to not only contribute to the global data set in terms of what does four-day week, week look like, but actually try it out for ourselves. Mm. And those smaller nuances in terms of our cultures, our mindsets, our level of advancement and development and try and see if we're not ready, how far off are we? And we don't have to generalize it to say Namibia as a country isn't ready. There might be certain pockets of sectors and specific companies and Mm. professions that can immediately uh, run with this and we can learn from them. And once we're all ready, then we can implement it at a more large, at a larger scale. Okay. We've run right into this interview, uh, assuming that everyone actually understands the four day work week, but uh, perhaps we should stop quickly and just give a bit of an overview and explanation. What exactly is this four day work week? Is it just less work for employees or... Great. That's a, that's a wonderful question, David. And I think to answer that question, um, we'll probably have to look at what it's not. So I'd like to start there. Mm-hmm. So what it's not is, it's first of all, it's not compulsory. Uh, so this is not to say, and this is one of the misconceptions, not to say that from 1st of April, everyone in Namibia starts mm-hmm. to work only four days a week. That's the first one. So it's not compulsory. It's a voluntary trial. 
Uh, secondly, um, this is not necessarily being driven by government. It's a private initiative or research uh, that we're trying to do um, to try and see if this can work. Um, then the other one, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be any work on Fridays. I think that was the biggest, <laughs> uh, one of the bigger misconceptions as well. So four-day week, basically, uh, if I can describe it, I would call it a business improvement strategy to see how can we work less but do more. Okay. And um, research has shown that at the moment, we've got a 40-day, 40 40-hour 40 work week. Mm. We work from Monday to Friday, eight hours a day. Some people work a bit more, some a bit less, but generally it's 40 hours per week. But if we really ask ourselves, of those 40 hours, how many of those hours do we actually mm. spend being productive? You minus the coffee breaks, <laughs> minus the chit-chat with the, with the, with the, with the colleagues, mm-hmm. um, you minus the long, unnecessary meetings and some manual operations that can actually be automated. So this process in the background, we actually look at business operations. How can you operate um, smarter as opposed to working longer and harder? Mm. So that's what the four-day work week in essence, is okay. So, it's, and and one of the concerns obviously was, you know, well, if if I work less, I'm going to get paid less. But that's not the model. The model is your salary stays exactly the same, hundred uh, percent. So the salary remains the same. That's also, I think, some of the worries that that was there from, especially from workers or employees. Your salary remains the same, and the model that we're using is called hundred eighty hundred. So it means that you work hundred um, percent in terms of output. Mm-hmm. You still deliver what you're supposed to deliver, uh, you, but you only work eighty percent of the time. And the productivity should remain 100%, mm. if not more. The data is showing us that uh, productivity shoots up by as much as 34%. Sure. So it's about 134% productivity. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So talking about that data showing, uh, how successful has this been? We know it's been trialed in many different countries across the planet. How successful is the, the four-day workweek model? Yeah. In fact, this morning I was just reading up on the latest data. And what I was specifically interested in is after the trial. Mm. How does, what does that look like? But during the trial, um, it's quite significant. Um, people that, uh, uh, employers that are reporting higher productivity is about 94% um, of those that have participated. It's about 1,000 1, employees that have taken part in some of these trials. Um, in the UK, for example, 33 companies took part. And of those 33 uh, companies, a significant number, uh, more than 50% decided to stay on. And when I looked at the data this morning to say those that did decide to make it a permanent part of their operations, how does that look like? Mm. And the, 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 the results are looking quite positive. They've been able to sustain productivity. Revenue um, continues to grow. I mean, obviously, at some point it will reach a peak. Mm. And that's just um, general economics. But it's looking really, really good. But the one big thing um, that is driving all of this is a happier and healthier employees because of the rest and the free time mm. that they get from this. I wanted to touch on that because we, you know, we read a lot about burnout, uh, you know, mental health issues are on the rise because people are stressed and they, so how is this, is, is part of the study looking at the benefit to the employees themselves and how their lives are changed by the model? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I think a few years ago, maybe four years ago, if you mentioned burnout, it'd probably be confused for Burning Man or <laughs> something else. But nowadays, everyone understands and mm. knows what burnout is. And that's a concern. So there's burnout, there's mental health issues that can be traced back to, you know, overworking and stress levels at work. So, so the whole model focuses on how do we get happier, healthier employees? Mm. And then the, the results or the benefits of that is automatic. Uh, I mean, we've probably experienced it in our own lives. When you are well-rested, when you're energized, motivated, you operate at your best. And then those benefits 
then those benefits can then be uh, realized by employers, but not just by employers, but in specific sectors as well can really boom and the entire country can actually mm. experience better productivity. So we are focusing mostly on the employee in terms of the work, but in the background, as I mentioned, we are also focusing on how do we make it work by creating uh, more efficient mm. um, workplaces and more okay. efficient businesses. Yeah. So you spoke about some of the businesses being, you know, more ready than others. And I, I know, especially on our social media channels, some of the questions people have had is, well, you know, will it work across all the industries? Yeah. How do manufacturing plants put it into place or the education sector and teachers and, and or, or radio DJs? Our guys have been asking, saying, well, this can't work for me, but are there different industries that, that are there any industries, should we say, that can't do the four-day work week? Or is there always a way to work it? Yeah. So, so that's a really great question because um, the last... Um, Pilots that have been done, especially the ones done in Brazil, Portugal, um, as well as Australia and New Zealand, those ones focused a lot to look at other specific sectors that we that this can't work. And um, surprisingly, the medical um, sector was one of them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in New Zealand, they did with doctors. That worked out perfectly. Um, they uh, they haven't done broadcasting as far as I know yet. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> Namibia would be, you know, well, we can see. We'll, we'll talk to the boss. <laughs> and, and see what is. But what I w- do want to mention is that there are certain sectors where they actually perhaps need employees to be arrested, but in terms of efficiency, they've already worked out certain ways. I'll oh. give you an example of the mining sector. So they work about six days a week, rest one day, and then after that, they're off for about a week. Okay. Yeah, so they've worked out something that works for them. So we don't want to reinvent Mm. the wheel or give a solution where it's not needed. Uh, But for sectors that are unsure or that believe that it won't work for them, um, these studies that have been done already around the world, there are companies in similar sectors. And so we've got options, for example. So if you're in broadcasting, there's a broadcaster, let's say, in the UK that has done it. So these are five ways in which you can arrange your work to make it work for you. So we allow that flexibility as well for the employer and employee to choose which day of the week it is and how they can um, um, rearrange their work. Okay. Uh, with the resources available in country, you know, with you here running it directly, what can companies that sign up for the trial expect? Yeah. So companies that sign up for the trial can expect a lot of support. Um, that's in terms of um, doing a sort of a deep dive or diagnosis in terms of their operations. We will help them with that to see how can you rearrange, how can you become more efficient? Is your problem long meetings? Is your problem maybe more manual that can be automated through basic technology mm-hmm. technologies? So things like that. Uh, we're also focusing on training for supervisors and employees to say, how do you transition? Because this whole thing is a change management mm-hmm. project, actually. So how do you transition from, you know, working five days a week to four days a week? And what do you do with that extra day so that you don't come back even more time, you know? <laughs> and then for the supervisors, how do you keep yourself from calling your employees yeah. on that day off, you know, where, where they're supposed to be rested? And even for supervisors themselves, they also need that extra day off. So, and so those are some of the challenges that we've picked up and that's some of the support that we'll be giving to the companies that sign up. And like you said, it's not necessarily that it's every Friday off. It could be worked out that it's some afternoons off and you'd work that out with the company if they work on a seven-day cycle rather than a five-day cycle you know, you can take all of that into effect. Exactly. It's super flexible. I mean, some companies have opted to use it as an incentive to say those that are performing well, doing well, you can go on a four day. Those that still need support or that are not pulling their weight, you remain on a five day. So it's very, very flexible. Um, We've just got have a model, which is more of a framework that companies can work within. And I think also um, an additional benefit to to the organizations is that they will have access to the data Mm. um, that we collect from from all of this. And as well as other key stakeholders will also have access to this data, especially government, 
um, and uh, employer federations and so forth. Okay. I, I suppose the only thing left to ask then is how do interested companies get in touch to find out more or register for the trial? Yeah. I think for those companies that are a bit late to the party, because uh, we've had, I think there's about 15 that have shown interest okay. that we're going to do sure. information sessions so far. And we're going to keep the number of companies that we can do this with so that we can make, make sure that we do a good job. Mm. But those that are still interested um, can reach out to me. Um, my email is uh, palshr1 at outlook.com. We'll be launching a website very, very soon. Um, as I said, initially wanted to do this in April, but now it sort of was to expedite it a bit. Mm. So the website will be up, but they can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, just search for Jonas Ileka or Pulse HR Network, and we'll provide you with all the information that you need. We can come to your offices and do an information session. We'll also be arranging some public um, information sessions for anyone that's interested. Okay, and the four-day week has a global website uh, that has a lot of information on it there as well, I believe. Yes, so there's a global website as well, four-day week global, that you can um, check out more information, uh, but for, for those that are in country, if you need to reach out for someone, have a discussion, um, you can reach out to me. Great. Thanks so much, Jonas. Thank you. The lead story was proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes. Insight. Advice. Impact.